0: In brightest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape my sight. That those who worship evil's might beware my power. Green Lantern's light. Pretty cool, huh? Hi everybody, I'm Chad Bokelman. I'm Mark Marble. And this is the Lantern Cast. Episode 210. We're back. Good to see Chad
1: back and functional.
0: I'm alive. Oh, yeah. uh, Long story short, short, guys, if you're not an allergy sufferer, you cannot comprehend uh, when that one thing that you're allergic to hits (laughs) for the first time for the season, it's it's merciless. (laughs) Uh, Cedar is a biatch, and uh, I grew up in a place called Cedar Valley, so... uh, (laughs) And I'm not that far from that place, so cedar is pretty prevalent down here. And it, as a matter of fact, kicked up again today. So, uh, Although I've kind of been popping allergy pills like nobody's business. So it's uh, at least this time I'm just suffering with the side effects. In other words, scratchy eyes, cough, sneezing, but not as bad as before where I was mucus ridden and things you guys don't want to hear about. <clears throat> so, uh, but but yeah, I'm back. Uh, I, I, it was suggested to me that I was taking a, a leave of absence because I was embarrassed about the Christmas episode.
1: <laughs> well, on the bright side, considering related to aller- after after that, whatever you want to talk about related to allergies can't be really embarrassing.
0: <laughs> oh man. No, at, at some point I thought I was, that's why I was going to record that episode of Green Lantern, Green Arrow, which, by the way, guys, I'm still prepared for and I'm still planning on doing. I just had to set it aside. Um, I was thinking about, you know, I'm going to be good enough to record this because when your mucus turns a certain color, you you realize, OK, uh, I'm clearly getting better because it's, you know. No longer green. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Exactly. 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 <laughs> you know, I, I'm 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 on I'm on the other side of it. And that's what, what was happening and I was like, okay, you know, in the next I should be able to record in the next couple of days so I'll have an episode up. But that that didn't happen. Uh Cedar I think is the highest it's been in a long time, uh down here. But in the in the meantime, I've gotten better. I've uh I actually bought a car.
1: Yes you did.
0: Congratulations right. again. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. I got I went from an O four Kia Optima EX with a hundred almost like just shy of one hundred and forty thousand miles on it uh had uh, I, I literally the day before I bought the car that I have now <clears throat> I literally just the day before <laughs> bought brakes and uh did an oil <laughs> change <laughs> for the car but uh, whatever uh, and there was this there were still issues that needed to be addressed I, I had a radiator leak. I had uh, uh, either the serpentine or the timing. One of the belts needed to be replaced. Um, the window washer fluid was all stopped up. There's vibration in the engine. You know, a whole thing. Um, but now I traded up. I got a uh, 2014 Chevy Sonic LT Turbo with only 8,000 miles on it. Uh, it would list price was like 14,000. I got it for 12 because of the discount for the place I work for. Um, my payments, uh, aren't that bad. It's like, uh, 239 bucks a month, something like that. Um, first payment's not due till March. (laughs) So I'm good there. No down payment. Uh, unless you consider the cost of my trade in, which was only valued at like $500, which isn't surprising considering the condition of the car. Um, that was my down payment. And most important, I'm I'm look, I'm excited about my car. Most importantly, no cosigner. That's always
1: yes. That's that's always big. That's that's always a big big step.
0: Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I posted it on my personal Facebook page, so some of you might have seen it. But it uh, it always felt odd to me to have a job, to have a place, uh, you know, and all this all this stuff would still have to run to mom and dad, mom or dad, and go, hey, um, I can afford this, but can you make yourself also financially responsible for it? because clearly I'm not enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, but now it's all I know it's, you know, for most people like, you know, it's all on me, you know. That w- that might make it more stressful, but for me I'm just like liberated. So, uh I mean, yeah, it's it's got a touchscreen infotainment system. It's got Bluetooth. It's got remote start. It's got I mean, I have an app uh, that's called Remote Link that basically allows me to lock, unlock check the oil fuel levels fuel range blah 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 from my phone so I can just pull up an app on my phone and remote start my car that way if I want if I don't uh, have, happen to have the keys with me or whatever that's that's pretty cool um, I mean there's 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 a ton of things with it's got a backup camera holy crap yeah,
1: have, that's that's a that's a nice touch that that's pretty that that standard now pretty much in everything it's it, it, it's very impressive and the cameras of course are get, just getting better and better too
0: yeah and 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 the Austin just passed a Bluetooth like a, a cell phone law in terms of being you can't have your phone up to your ear while you're driving. Uh, so having Bluetooth is nice. I mean, it's uh, it's pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, big changes in my world. So, uh, what what about you, man? I know that you recorded with Corwin. Sounds like you guys had a good time. Uh,
1: yeah, it was a it was a fun episode. It was a. Uh... We did a good i think we did a fairly good job with godhead it was a i think Act three was pretty for the most part most of the issues were good i thought it was yeah. so it was it was a it was a fun time but uh it's too bad you weren't there but
0: yeah the only thing i'll say about it uh like i i told it, mark in the pre pre show um I don't really have much to say about it i will say i think uh, even though we never, I don't think we ever really said anything in any uh, either of our two episodes covering the actual content. I think uh, all fathers react like his what he ended what ended up happening to him in the end was predictable. Even though we didn't really say anything, like it, I th- I think the entire time in the back of my head I was just going, "All fathers going to snap out of this at some point," and he did, but it kind of seemed arbitrary and it was yes like like and it
1: was and it was was pretty it was pretty quick and convenient timing
0: (laughs) well i guess i guess it makes sense because once he sees his own people in danger in the state of his world and you know blah 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 that makes sense but it's not like any point one point was made to him that was new to the storyline in other words what what changed his mind had been said or said to him or suggested to him in one form or another earlier in the storyline. So, so look, though it, in the
1: story uh, – sorry. At least in the story, they did kind of at least try to make the – he tried to make the point of I think that he saw almost at that – based on everything that was playing out in that issue that he kind of saw Hal as a kindred spirit or more like what – kind of how he used to be how he or at least how he viewed himself or thought of himself in the past yeah so i think that i think that's probably uh that could have been why you know as, as a trigger point timing wise in the story so but i agree i think it was it was rather arbitrary as far as timing and and better kind of certainly falls under the better late than never kind of thing
0: your boy saint walker Oh uh, yeah. Speaking of arbitrary,
1: yeah, and 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 Dan posted something which I do kind of, I do kind of agree with the idea that for Saint Wa- for Saint Walker's hope to be so tied into Kyle in the White Lantern, I I I do kind of have a problem with that too. Yeah. I do I do. I Saint Walker. Let's be blunt. Saint Walker is better than that, and Saint Walker. His hope should have been restored just because of the need, because of looking at the big, the bigger picture of what's of how important hope is compared to, and that might be a bonus that the White Lantern might be able to, uh, you know, might be able to, you know, repopulate or refill the reservoir if need to. But his hope shouldn't be dependent on that, you know. So, yeah. so I, I kind of, yeah. I mean. Yeah. I,
0: But we're not here to cover Godhead. What are we here to cover?
1: We are here to cover Volume 3, Issue 100 of Green Lantern, which was the Hal Jordan, Kyle Rayner, the so-called team-up you never expected, but but pretty much everybody kind of (laughs) did, Issue back from July of 1998.
0: Yes, this comes right after the future shock. Shock, 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 shock. (laughs) Storyline. Um, which we've already covered with an episode, blah blah blah. Um, <laughs> I don't remember, guys. Sorry. Um, and it uh, leads into a long storyline where it's not a dream, it's not an imagination, it's not an alternate reality. It's actually happening. You know, the Hal Jordan comes and teams up with Kyle Rayner for a few issues. Um, but we're not covering the whole storyline yet. Uh, we might get to it at some point uh, later on. But don't hold us to a timeline. Um, so we're covering issue one hundred. I'm reading from the trade, Mark. You're reading from the issue. Yes. Okay. So if there's any discrepancies, guys, or if Mark uh, talks about something that uh, I don't comment on, uh, that's why. Like ads or preface text or you know anything like that. So uh, I downed a shot of NyQuil because I've been co- <laughs> coughing today. Um, and I am going to run through this uh, recap. Um, I'm running for, through it for two reasons. One, I'm on NyQuil, and, uh, which I literally just took, so it, it, that's not even really a reason. Um, at least not yet. <laughs> not, yeah, not yet. Um, but another reason being, I kind of feel like we've all read this at some point or another. Uh, so I don't really, sh- I, uh, you know, and if you're a Green Lantern fan, if you're listening to this podcast and you've never read this issue, you are missing out. And I'm kind of shocked that you haven't read this before, I mean honestly, I really am um I kind of feel, shame shame yeah, on you people <laughs> yeah I, I kind of feel like if you're a green Lantern fan and you've never read you know you've never read the entire Kyle Rayner run, this is one of the storylines you have read you know if you've only read a couple of issues, these are the issues um and and that's really true so but but we'll we we'll, we'll 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 get to that later so the issue opens up where issue ninety nine left off. Uh kind of brief recap, Kyle was in the future, and he recaps it himself in the storyline, but Kyle was in the future. Brainiac sends him back home to, quote, a time where there is green, where there is supposed to be Green Lanterns. Well, Brainiac overshoots, or undershoots, and sends Kyle about 10 years in his own past uh, to Oa, and that's where we pick up um kyle is uh kind of hunched down in the dirt and sees a couple of figures fighting he sees yellow energy he sees green energy and suddenly bam hal jordan himself bumps into uh kyle rayner as uh he is uh be- as hal is being hit by yellow energy from sinestro uh sinestro uh grabs hal and kyle and puts him in a yellow cage and kyle throughout all of this is kind of like huh what who's this what is this really you know that whole thing is that's that really sinestro is this really (laughs) Hal? what's going on blah 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 well sinestro puts him in a yellow cage he's gonna go right off you know take take down the guardians kill him um and you know he leaves kyle and and hal in, in this cage kyle's like no problem melts the bars to hal's astonishment because at this point in uh, green lantern history the rings aren't supposed to work (coughs) excuse me aren't supposed to work on yellow kyle's going to explain but they're like no let's go stop sinestro they there's some brief introductions how or kyle lets a couple things slips slip about you know i know your name is hal and you know blah 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 and then they run across the central power battery and kyle's like holy crap that's the central power battery and, he, and he, he, he continues to let things slip. He says, all oh, this was really something. And Hal's like, was? What do you mean was? Nothing. Um, <laughs> so, There's nothing to see here. Move along. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, to which we cut to uh, Sinestro, who has uh, the Guardians uh, mangled up and tangled up knots. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, being held by uh, a couple of uh, uh, several uh, yellow constructs. He's gloating. The Guardians are smug. You know, the it's it's classic Green Lantern stuff. Anyways, um, they piss Sinestro off. He's gloating some more, threatening about to kill people. Then bam, Hal comes, you know, roaring in, takes on Sinestro. They get in a giant construct arm wrestling match, which Hal loses, gets slammed up against the wall. Sinestro turns back to the business of killing the Guardians, but oh no, the Guardians aren't there. Kyle has rescued them. He ha- uh, Sinestro's like, well, I hope you enjoyed that, because uh, you're dead. Uh, shoots some yellow construct spears at him, kind of spear, trident type things, which Kyle easily blocks with Sinestro shocks, because of course the rings aren't supposed to work on yellow. And he says, yeah, how about that? No yellow weakness, no 24-hour time limit. It's got yours beat, to which you see a panel of the Guardians looking at each other and considering this with uh, great fervor. Um, Kyle beats the ever-living shit out of Sinestro. Kind of like a one-two punch kind of a thing. Lots of mechs and robots and stuff here, as you expect from Kyle. Uh, Sinestro turns out is playing possum. Kind of uppercuts Kyle, knocks him senseless for a second. When he comes, like a bitch slap almost with his with the <laughs> like palm under yeah, the like jaw. A palm bitch slap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take that, Alley
1: Rat. Oh. Well, when he when,
0: he when he <laughs> when he comes to his senses, uh, he's not knocked out, but he's kind of dazed. Uh, Sinestro has Hal in a giant um, noose setup up, um, and says, you know, either you can catch me or you can save Hal. You can't do both. Um so Sinestro pulls the lever and drops Hal to presumably hang him and Kyle saves uh Hal with a, a green angel. Sinestro gets away. Hal is like Kyle, you let him go. I mean, you let Sinestro talk you into that. You could have just cut the rope and still had a chance to Sinestro I'd easily I, I just have a bump on my head. Um Kyle is confronted by the Guardians they're like, "We don't know you." uh what do you have a ring and kyle's you know is like hey you're that aren't you how do you know my name and telling him they could use an attitude adjustment just like you know the guardians could um <laughs> then the core show up and he's like oh wow uh that's cool uh one of them questions him about his costume another one um taps him on the shoulder and he's like oh another slimy oh it's a uh, hot chick um and he's like uh, oh, I can never lie to a pretty face I'm from the future.
1: Nice going, Kyle. There you go.
0: You've been guarding <laughs> Once
1: again, s- duh.
0: <laughs> done in by your own penis. Um, but anyways, uh, so aren't we all? Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, and they start explain He starts explaining. He's he's saying you know he basically explains what happened in the two issues of or uh, well, three kind of uh three issues of future shock 97 98 99 where kyle goes to the future and interacts with the legion and gets sent back he was fighting graven this whole thing well the guardians say hey you're time lost you're not supposed to be here um they start debating about what they should do about him and they order him around he doesn't like that he's not making any headway and then hal intervenes and says. I mean, send him back, okay, fine, but can we wait until after we take care of Sinestro, because obviously he can handle himself, and the Guardians agree to this. Uh, Hal says, all right, but well, before we go, we got to charge up, so Kyle joins Hal and the rest of the Corps in charging up at the central power battery, which he thinks is cool, rightly so. Um, Hal makes a wild leap in logic and says sinestro's literal minded so once i thought about what he told me he'd return and we'd all feel the impact it became obvious what he meant we've detected a large asteroid now on collision course now on a collision course with oa it's a safe bet sinestro's propelling it with his ring and intends to slam it into the guardian citadel and he says that asteroid's going to be our battleground you know <clears throat> this whole hoopla well all the core goes after the asteroid to take on Sinestro, and Hal holds Kyle back a minute and says, Hang on, I got a plan. I got an idea. Well <clears throat> we don't know what happens there, but uh suddenly the core shows up, attacks Sinestro, and he's like, Well, um I trained most of you, none of you have any hope, especially without Jordan. Where exactly is you know yeah, it's presumably Jordan, he's what he's what he's gonna say. So he uses a bunch of constructs to take on the core, and Sinestro gets hit from behind with a giant mace-looking thing and a tentacle-armed hammer thing. And oh, bam, it's the duo of Hal and Kyle. He takes them on. I'd choreograph this fight, but basically they fight back and forth. Some gain some ground, some lose some ground. Uh, Sinestro is getting the better of Kyle, He creates a a spear, presumably stabs Kyle through the heart, and uh, that's when Jordan shows up with a construct gun pointed at Sinestro's temple.
1: And Hal was trapped. He trapped Hal, like, in... in, he constricted him, like, in a, with some like tentacles or something. Yes, like, yes. Which, 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 in theory, Hal shouldn't have been able to get out of, of course, because it right. was yellow. Right,
0: but it turns out that what Hal, Hal had held Kyle back for was to switch rings, and Sinesh was like, oh, but if you're wearing the boy's ring, then he's wearing, oh, he's wearing yours, which your ring protects the wearer from mortal injury, so... And now Hal, Hal's like, call off all your constructs you've lost, and Sinesh was like, ah, you're not gonna kill him. You won't do it. You won't. You, you won't. Uh... Turns out he doesn't. He, uh, Hal takes Sinestro's ring away, and then uh, a green construct glove punches Sinestro in the face um, because Kyle thought it seemed like the right thing to do. They trade rings back. They ask, Kyle asks what they're going to do about Sinestro. They're going to. It was the Guardians' decision. He's to be imprisoned at a capsule and launched into space into an endless orbit. Because that always works in favor of you guys. <laughs>
1: and Sinestro knows himself, based on his comments. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, the Guardians, you know, um, say, "Hey, time to send you back." So they do. Sinestro is concentrating. Says, uh, "Someday, Jordan, I'll be rid of you." He's he's concentrating on his ring. He creates a construct and pushes Hal into the energy mix with Kyle. Kyle's like, I, I worked. I'm back home. I'm where I'm supposed to be. And from behind him, Hal Jordan says, "That makes one of us."
1: Right outside Radus, too. At least he can get some coffee.
0: That's right. And that is the end of that.
1: I really, this was a this was a good issue. I like the art in this issue. Mm-hmm. This was like classic Daryl art. And I like some. I like the. I like the interactions. Uh, this is Kyle's first interaction with Sinestro, and, and and kind of ironically, the only time he actually does fairly well against Sinestro. <laughs> right. At least when he has his own ring, when he has his own ring, he does fairly well against Sinestro. Uh, of course, he does. Uh, he does at this point have the upper hand since since Sinestro has no clue about the difference between the rings, and and obviously, it's also a much more inexperienced Sinestro as well. So, but I do like the fact that they took advantage. They took advantage of the fact that. We've, we had already learned previously that Kyle's ring pretty much will only work for Hal, other than himself at this point. Not counting Carrie, Carrie Wren, in the future. But un, if you're not related to Kyle, pretty much the only person who could use the ring ready to go is is Hal. So I like the fact that they took advantage of that little already built-in fact that we know to have them swap the rings, which is kind, which was pretty clever. I still don't know why they did it. I guess from a storytelling point of view, it made sense to do away with the... Um, Mortal harm, protection from the rings. Since so it did kind of make it much harder to kill a Green Lantern, you just have to wait till the to the ring ran out of energy, pretty much. But it does. It always seemed like an odd thing when you're doing new and improved along the lines, not just with Kyle's ring, but even when they relaunched the core, that that feature was removed. It was. It was good seeing Kyle actually. His first, you know his his first interaction with with a core. Being part of a core, which obviously kind of foreshadows into some of the things Kyle will do after em- Emerald Knights, after the Hal Kyle storyline concludes, when Kyle almost becomes obsessed for a small period of time of trying to recreate the Green Lantern Corps, probably having experience m- to a large to a large extent because he finally experienced what it was like, you know, to see the core and be part of the core, not just the legacy of the core. So I thought that I thought it was I thought it was I thought it was pretty a pretty good issue. I like the interaction with Kyle, Kyle and the Guardians, because it's always nice when Kyle gets a taste of how bitchy the Guardians were. That it's nice to see that even even with the Ganth, you know, the the comment to him about you know, hey, have you ever thought about growing your hair out? You know, like a ponytail. (laughs) (laughs) That that was kind of clever. Or when Ganth kind of alludes to like uh, who could who would have could have possibly given you a ring. And Kyle said, "You'd be surprised." And there was something, but the but the one thing I did like with the Guardians and Sinestro, the interaction—I think again it was supposed to be Ganthit when uh, when Ga- when Ganthit goes, "We Guardians do not easily admit our mistakes." You, Sinestro, were our mistake, and that's what really gets him pissed.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Well, <clears throat> well, we wouldn't be, we wouldn't be. Lantern fans, unless we uh, picked the parts apart that needed to be picked apart. So let me ask this: Where does Kyle's energy in his ring come from when he's not in the past? His battery. Where does his battery's energy come from?
1: Well, again, depending on which which version of the origin, is either a, it's either a piece of the power battery or a piece of the actual Oa.
0: Okay. Either way, it's it's. He, it's it's not the second step in these the step it, it's in other words with regular Green Lanterns it's ring to battery battery to central power battery with Kyle it's ring to battery that's it correct okay well he doesn't have his battery with him so technically isn't he drawing the power from the central power battery and if that's the case why is his ring working this is, 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 is oh it, is, I know
1: where you're going with it because, because, because of yes because of the original explanation we were given which is why, why his ring works the way it does But tech, I think they, they probably could work around it because what Gantz had said was that the ring was created after the destruction of the central power battery which is why it didn't have those flaws so technically speaking it's still at the time of its creation there was no central power battery so maybe that's why it still functions differently I can, I know where you're going with it, and it makes for an interesting, an interesting debate about whether if you take that ring back to the time when there was a central power battery, and if you have to charge from it, would would you still have the same, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: That that is an that is that is an interesting point.
0: I guess you could just say built-in programming, but you know, hey. Um, also, what did you think about that wild leap of logic, Hal Jordan? <laughs> just like yeah,
1: that was that was convenient. <laughs> That that was that was pretty convenient. Hmm. Really, but then again, if you if you're trying to figure out what Sinestro is going to do, and all of a sudden you pick up on this asteroid heading straight for oh, uh, I guess I guess it, I guess I wouldn't be the, the worst l- jump in, in logic or faith to say I bet you Sinestro's behind this one.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> Let's see. It's Deep Impact 2. That's what She said. Uh <laughs> oh, God. Gross. We're back. We're back. Oh man. Um look at that power battery drawing the way power batteries are supposed to be done.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is one of the things I, I, I figured you were gonna you were gonna mention that, the idea of
0: <clears throat> I always hated these construct battles where it's something stupid. Like Sinestro and Hal are in this fight to the death and they ha they settle part of it with a giant construct arm wrestling match. They're literally about five feet from each other. They could <laughs> they can hate each other but they they're going with this arm wrestling match that's that's okay. Well,
1: part of it part, but part of it is like cockiness or ego because it's again who's a, who's the master of the constructs kind of thing who's con, who is who is better at the construct game and who's got more will and more power so that's what it is it's, it it's just like a dick measuring contest with power constructs i guess
0: <laughs> i guess but Uh, Another thing, the color of the constructs for the Green Lanterns, specifically Kyle and Hal. Hal's are lighter, Kyle's are darker, are more emerald, uh, darker, deeper emerald color. So, does this mean that Kyle's energy is different, or is this just the artistic way of showing who's making what constructs?
1: That's what I think. I think it's the... uh... I think it's just to show. I think it's just to show the difference. I think it. I mean, it's kind of a combination. It's to show the difference of the difference between Hal and Kyle's constructs. But I think it all. It may also be not so subtly trying to sh- to show everyone that there is a difference in the power in the power set, um, based on their limitations and everything else. So, all right. But I think. But it's probably just from a storytelling point of view. It's probably there just to distinguish between Hal and and, and Kyle. Or hmm. well, what do you think?
0: You know, I think I th- I think so. Um, I just I just you know I figured it was a question worth asking. Um, so who saves Hal? Is that Madonna? Where? When he's dropped in the noose thing.
1: Oh, oh, the angel thing.
0: Specifically, what the angel thing's wearing.
1: Yeah, I guess with the cones.
0: <laughs> the cones
1: have not have not have no shame. That's <laughs> <laughs> more like a Valkyrie kind of thing, I think.
0: Yeah, I guess I'm just being
1: stupid. I know, but it's
0: <laughs> it's a question how worth was, asking.
1: Hal wasn't even <laughs> impressed. It's like you you blew it. You blockhead. Wow, nice, nice, nice bazooms. <laughs> but, but but Kyle, I liked I and I like that you got you know the, the young innocent kind of maybe naive, maybe somewhat naive, but certainly uh, idealistic. Hal Jordan. That's one of the things that Kyle was able to pick up on pretty quickly about it about him I should say in the time frame that he's in
0: the only other thing I got to say um, is the gun construct gun did Sinestro know what it is is it logical that him holding this green construct to Hal's temple is going to stop him that he's not going to try and smack his hand away from Sinestro's temple Sinestro doesn't believe in the first here like this panel what now Jordan you intend to kill me I don't think so not a big hero like you but go ahead I'll never trouble you again you won't do it you won't do it. I mean yeah he kind of cowers towards the end there but his initial impression is Hal's not going to do it so if he believes he's not going to do it why does he stop why is Hal holding the construct gun to his temple enough of a threat where he's like, ah, all right, fine, I'll give ground here, and this constructs are gone.
1: That is true. You would think that it, there would have been some motion in those, like those three panels, where Hal's pretty is identical, yeah. and Sinestro's reacting differently in each one. You would think maybe there would have been like a little bit of a subtle change in Hal. You know, um, that would indicate that he's getting closer and closer to pulling the trigger, as opposed to. I, I that 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 is that is a good point too. That if that if Sinestro really was confident that Hal didn't have it in him to pull the trigger, then why then why would he just not, you know he would just wait to call his bluff? Somebody's gonna somebody's gonna give someone someone's gonna be wrong at some point. Either Hal's gonna pull the trigger or Sinestro's gonna be proven. You know, the longer it takes Hal to pull the trigger, then this then Sinestro can say, "I'm gonna get the hell out of here." Yeah. So.
0: Overall, though, I enjoyed it. And and like you said, Daryl Banks, you know, you you can't go wrong there.
1: And it was nice seeing Oa intact again. (laughs) Oa. Classic Oa. 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 Classic Oa back together again. Still together again, I should say. And seeing Sinestro in in his traditional uniform. That's true. Which now seems so funny when you see him in it. Because because we're so used to seeing him in his Sinestro Corps uniform.
0: That's true. Even though it's kind of just a variation, but yeah, it's yeah,
1: but yeah, we know. But it's 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 true. But it is it's kind of like whenever Hal loses his ring, he's always friggin' wearing his bomber jacket. It's the same thing with Sinestro that he's always wearing his you know his blue and black like almost like Jester's outfit there. That he's just not as intimidating in that uniform anymore.
0: Okay, I say Chip, Ray? Kilowog? Chase. Yeah, Sa- I
1: noticed I know I noticed Chip, yeah, Steph. Definitely-
0: Chase Salon? Um who else do I see here? I don't see Salik. To- no, I know the guy with the one eye. He you know, I know his name. I just forgot. Oh it. yes,
1: I know who you mean, yeah. Um I was trying to see if there's any other if there's other notables that we They don't give you that many close ups of many.
0: I kinda of feel like we're supposed to know who this mud faced guy who's asking him about his costume is.
1: Uh I don't yeah. Let's see if there's anybody else I recognize. But it is true that Kyle at this point really doesn't know. He hasn't really interacted with any of these guys. No. Not even Kilowog. Yet. So.
0: Mm, let's see here. I'm not seeing any others in the lineup. Um, not when they're charging.
1: Yeah, when they're charging, it's kind of hard to see. Besides the ones you already know, it'd be hard to make out a lot of other people.
0: Yeah, none of these other ones seem to stand out to me. Alrighty. So, what did you think?
1: I like this issue. I, I mean, I, I kind of like this more than Future Shock, just because I, I, I like the characters better. Like I said, Legion, Legion of Superheroes is not my thing, but I, I liked Future Shock because of how they made the Green, you know, the quote-unquote Green Lantern Corps with the bad guys, and then they had the whole Ganthet and Carrie Wren, and you know, the this we learned this if you will, the secret of the secret of Kyle's ring, how it could you know work for. Descendants, you know, unless he wills it to, which we kind of already—I mean, we knew that he could will it to somebody else—but we kind of the way it was just tied to his genetic template, so it made sense how the Gantha would look for, you know, a, a relative of his. I like. Doesn't that, in your in the, your trade? Does it tell you what the title of this issue was?
0: Um. Yes. Hold on. Let me see here. Um.
1: Because it's in the splash page right after.
0: Yeah. That. In brightest days past. DC Comics presents a Green Lantern Milestone. Oh, I might as well mention while I'm on the page. Ron Mars writer; Daryl Banks Pencils, Terry Austin Inks, Rob Seeger. I guess. I it's kind of
1: Yeah, I think that's an I think that's an F after the C.
0: Rob Shager. Shager, maybe
1: Shager. Shager, yeah. I think it's Shager, yeah. Okay. The, the staples are right through the
0: the yeah. H on mine. Chris Eliopoulos, letters. Dan- Dana Curtin, associate. Uh, Kevin Dooley, editor.
1: So this was pretty big at its time. There was there were a lot there was a lot of speculation at the time leading into this. Uh, that
0: when did it happened? come out?
1: Uh, ninety eight, July of ninety eight, I believe. Let me check, double check. Yep. That there was a lot of speculation leading into this issue that they might have been planning something to bring the core and Hal Jordan back so they kind of threw people a threw people a curveball just by you know not doing it in, in the ways that they thought and then of course once we got into once we got into Emerald Emerald Knights they did tease for a while about whether uh whether <laughs> Hal and uh, Kyle were going to coexist, and even though we kind of think everybody kind of really knew that they weren't going to do that because they were working so hard to so so hard to not deal with the Kyle and Hal controversy anymore, Keep bringing them both back, keeping them both around at the same time in a way would have just fed fed into that even more. Though it was kind of interesting, I do remember the debate at the time when people were, I think, it was in Wizard and other things, asking whether the whether you th- whether people thought that there was enough support. To, for two Green Lantern books, which at the time, which now we look back at and go, yeah, of course Green Lantern could support more than one book. Back then, it wasn't you know it certainly wasn't a slam dunk. So there was a lot of questions about whether a, you know whether a Hal book and a Kyle book could coexist at the same time, and whether DC should have gone that route. And as and they we kind of
0: did, they had the the Hal Specter series. That is
1: tr- true, but uh, but he wasn't, but he wasn't Green Lantern, and that was. And that's what it that was you know, in a way that was kinda of, it was kind of the way of getting Hal back to a kind of appease Hal fans on some level, give him an important role in the D C universe. And he actually he actually filled a really good role to Kyle. We know from some of the things we've talked about before. He's kinda he kinda took on like an Obi Wan kind of role with Kyle as the Spectre. So Especially as Hal gained more and more control of his power and was able to appear to more and more people as Hal, because originally one of his one of his weaknesses as the Spectre was that people were not supposed to be able to know see him as Hal Jordan. They would see him as just like a a, a version of the Spectre, but they wouldn't wouldn't be as telltale like it is to you and I and the and the average reader who would look at Hal and the costume he was wearing and everything else and would go, "Oh, that's Hal Jordan." So they they did have that going on for a while, but they weren't competing because they were different characters and they were different and they were trying to explore different concepts. Yeah. But back, but you know, when this, when this came out, it was, there. Were, you know, it would have been interesting if they would have tried, but of course you could have never had, you know, having the whole time lost thing. And that would have, as they, de- as they deal with later on in months in Emerald Nights, which I'm sure we will get to this year, the idea of the the repercussions that would have, Things that would have been, how things would have played out, and the problems with having a young Hal Jordan just skip from that, from basically his first, his first real Duke out with Sinestro, jumping all, you know, ten years into the future, and everything, everything that was in between. Uh, how that would have been a big problem, and the things, the problems it would have created. Obviously, later on, once Kyle becomes Ion, things would have been different. You know, Kyle had the power as, as Ion to be able to kind of pick and choose which events happened and not have everything you know not have all stop all the dominoes from falling basically lift one out and have the rest fall like they should have uh but that wasn't the case around this time so but it issue 100 was good it was a nice follow-up nice middle piece if you will to where future shock took you and where you know uh emerald knights was about to about to take us so it was pretty good
0: absolutely well, no Twitter and Facebook uh, this time around, not because we don't have any, but just because we wanted to keep this one short and sweet since it's only a single issue. But we do have one email, only one, wow. Uh, Scott's, right? Yep, that's right. You want to read that one?
1: Sure, because I almost briefly touched upon it with Corwin, and I was going to bring it back to when you came back on, but I figured since that that, epi- that episode turned, you know, ended up going two hours anyway, I figured it was a good time not to. So Scott's uh, – email was, Hi guys, on your next show could you please touch on how you sort your comics? For example, do you sort them by event, like all of them together in Godhead, or do you keep them separately in each individual series? I have them separately, but with so many events I might change it up and put them all together. Thanks. Scott.
0: Uh, it depends on what I want to do with my comics. Um, as of right now, I live in student housing, so my place is, my place is pretty small. Um, so I'm looking immediately to my right here, uh, and there is my five-foot glass display case, about a foot of space, maybe a little less of, than a foot of space, and then my bed. Well, right in between that is my four four long boxes. I recently upgraded from three to four, and now, as a matter of fact, I've got three four long boxes and one short box next to my uh, nightstand over here um, that I keep current comics. Uh, And by current comics, I mean current comics that I either need to read and then sort or, you know, whatever. Um, What that consists of, what that means, is that my comics get sorted by what I intend to do with them. For instance, I want to make a bind of, at some point, of Action Comics Weekly. I have all of those issues. Um, I want to make a bind at some point of uh, the Static Shock series. Uh, from Milestone. At some point, I would like to make a bind of the Firestorm series. Um, And there have been uh, plenty of crossovers. For instance, I'd also like to make a bind of Kyle Rayner's series at some point, because other than, you know, outside of Emerald Knights and, you know, a few other things here and there, Kyle Rayner's series isn't completely traded or in omnibus form or anything like that. But... He crossed over a couple different times with various series. Like there was the, oh, what was it called, Mark? The, the Siege of Zaharan or whatever the crap it was called. It crossed over. Supergirl was in it um, during How You know what I'm talking about?
1: I think tough.
0: Mm. Well, regardless, that Kyle's was... Kyle series crossed over a couple of different times throughout its run with like Dark Stars and yes. New Teen Titans, and you know a couple of other things here and there. Well, I would like to keep those things in order, but I don't buy the entire series of New Teen Titans for that run. I just want the issues involving Kyle Rayner, so I kind of put it in where it's supposed to go in the run. But then there are other things that feature Kyle Rayner that I don't necessarily know order-wise, where they take place. For instance, uh, the uh, two-issue prestige format of the new Green Lantern Corps with Kyle where he goes and recruits some people and there's a new core. There's the uh, Ray one-shot special that he has. You know, I'm talking about the 3D book right. or whatever. I mean, there's a couple of different random one-off Kyle Rayner-type issues that I don't necessarily know where they fall in order. Maybe it's simply publishing order is the way they're meant to be read, but I don't know. Um, like, for instance, um, the three-issue Heart of Darkness with Sentinel and Jade, yes. I don't know exactly where that's supposed to go. So it's kind of set, it's kind of like, I'm, the way my Kyle Rayner stuff is laid out is, I know those types of issues are supposed to be in there somewhere, but I don't know where yet. So I... I have my entire Kyle Rayner series put out in order, and then behind it, I have all the other stuff that's I know is supposed to be in the Kyle Rayner series, but I don't know exactly where. Um, other stuff is just kind of randomly spliced in. Now, in a perfect world, it would be DC. Okay, now alphabetically. Okay, now it, it, are there certain things in here that are storylines that need to be kept together? But let's, like, for instance... um, Blackest Night. Blackest Night is perfect for this, as a matter of fact. Do I want Blackest Night to be Blackest Night 1, 2, 3, 4, or do I want it to be Blackest Night number 1, Green Lantern number blah blah blah, Green Lantern core number blah blah blah, Blackest Night number 2? You know, what? how do I want that to go? Okay, now which of the tie-ins do did I like? And if I want to make my own personal custom based on what I like blackest night bind where would those go would i keep those in let's say let's say for the for the sake of argument let's say i only had enough blackest night issues to make one large omnibus bind so that would be blackest night green lantern core green lantern and then a small smattering of of, of other issues that i found uh, let's say the resurrected titles that i found pretty enjoyable like the starman one and the phantom stranger one or you know something like that well, where would those go? Okay, I would have Blackest Night 0, Blackest Night number 1, uh, no, Blackest Night 0, uh, Green Lantern number 42, Blackest Night number 1, Green Lantern, blah, 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 Green Lantern core, blah, 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 Blackest Night number 2, go through the end of Blackest Night, and then have those issues? Or do one of those issues fall perfectly in between somewhere? Like, for instance, uh, it was the Adam and Hawkman one shot. That very clearly fell. I can't remember where, but in a specific spot in the green, the the, the Blackest Night storyline. So should I still keep that in the back of the book, or should I put that somewhere else? It it it's it's very very specific as to where in the eventual bind I want these. Um, now there are a lot of comics that I do not plan on binding, and those are just kind of interspersed um, by. By run by storyline um, there is no organization in terms of publisher uh, there's just too many different things like for instance one of my first comics ever was Marvel Chiller's uh, number one I, th- I think that's what it was called it was the first appearance of Madred the Mystic um, well I finally got issue two of, like a year ago well now one and two are right next to each other and then right after that is some other random series from some other publisher that I haven't have three or four issues of um, but I don't have a consistent run from that publisher or consistent even run of that storyline. I just want them all roughly in the same spot. Like the top long box is my smattering long box. It's, you know, not specifically DC, not specifically Marvel. So there's that. In a perfect world, I'd have it organized perfectly, but I have to do it based on what my needs are down the line.
1: Very interesting, very <laughs> interesting. I'm kind of all over the map when it comes to organizing these two. Uh, using your Blackest Night example, I do have I have I have Blackest Night proper bagged, I think, and maybe a couple of bags together. Just you know, one through eight, um, maybe zero through eight because th- the zero issue was the free comic book issue, right? Yes, I think
0: I've got like so that <laughs> I've, got, yeah. I've got like six, uh, eight or nine copies of that. <laughs> so I think that might be in with, so with
1: big with storylines like that. I try to keep everything together, uh including not like Forever Evil and and Infinite Crisis and things like that. I try to keep miniseries themselves proper together. When you look at Green Lantern, let's look at Godhead as an example. With Godhead, I don't. I I did try to keep them grouped together by act. So I didn't try to have like a like. Put all the Green Lantern issues together in one bag, or or combine, you know, depending depending how many comics can fit in a bag. Because sometimes, depending on how you get them, sometimes you can only fit two in, and sometimes you can fit five in. <laughs> but the reality is, I with most Green Lantern books, I certainly since the New Fifty Two, I haven't been trying to keep. Uh, I think I've been trying to keep them together, as in when they when they came out since they've been so tied together i think uh certainly with the new creative teams during their reign i've done that maybe earlier on in the new 52 i tried to keep all the green lantern issues together and things like that uh like th- uh the specter we talked about the specter like i have all the specter all the specters are together in a couple of, in a couple of bags or multiple maybe like 4 4 bags or so and with kyle's run i tried to keep a lot of them together they're not they're mostly together. I don't know if they're all, num- you know, in numerical order, but like by luck of the draw, it was easy to find. I have multiple copies of Green Lantern 100 anyway. I have the combined cover. I have, I have one that's autographed, but it's really easy to find because we just did Future Shock, and I happen to have a relatively big bag in which pretty much from issues 98 through 106, they're all in the same bag. So it was really easy to find this because just like I'm going to keep it out because we have Emerald Knights ready to go, <laughs> but I tend, I do, t- I don't really try to. I, it's hit or miss. I mean, if non, stuff I don't read on a regular basis that I'm just picking up a sporadic issue or two or, or a story arc, then I'll just maybe bag the whole story arc together. Um, a lot of Marvel stuff I did not even bother separating because usually the way I've been organizing them lately is I have certain tubs that are Green Lantern tubs and certain tubs that are just non-Green Lantern stuff or stuff that's not really important to me. Some non Green Lantern stuff that is important and he gets thrown in with the with the Green Lantern stuff too,
0: right.
1: but that's pretty much it. It is for it is it really is it really is dependent on on what's going on. Sometimes I'll have all you know the same all of one title together, but based on his his question about like regarding events, I do try to keep you know them in probably part order together, just so in case you want to ever go back and read it, you don't have to one you know rip open like five bags or whatever just trying to get all the different parts if you so
0: right the problem the problem though comes I think specifically with Green Lantern is there were times during Jeff Johns run that Green Lantern and Green Lantern Corps were extremely tied in together so for instance uh, Sinestro Corps War blackest night blah 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 but when they weren't being really tied together they were off doing their own thing so what do you do Right,
1: yeah. Sinestro Core, I think I think Sinestro Core, I think I do have sorted by part two. Mm. I think that was an, another example of yes, because I think it's it's real it's real easy when you know there's like when they're all yeah when they're all numbered like that and you know it's like part seven, part eight. It's real easy to go. You have one through four in one bag, and you know then five through you know, one through four, five through eight, whatever, and then just keep going. It's because again, it makes it easier when you need. When you need to organize them, and/or if you need to read them and review, it may, like when we were going back through Sinest- the Sinestro Corps War episode, that yeah, I had the trade. I mean, I have the hardcover from the for the first part, but I don't have the second hardcover, so I had to go back and rely on on my comics when we did this when we for the second part of the review. And luckily, I pretty much had them all bagged together. So once I you know once I got to the right part number, I knew you know pretty much where they were going to be. So I, yeah. I think I think it is easy, I think it is easier when to to rent to keep them if they really are in, if they really are interrelated in the stories that they're telling even if they're not necessarily numbered together it's good to but they kind of refer to what happened in one issue next and right all the time left and right that i think it's i think it's good it's safer to keep them together so but it really i mean obviously it's per, it's it's personal preference and i think it depends on how often you're going to it's likely you're going to go back to uh reread these things yeah, that's that's how I ba- that's how I separate them too, which is like I mentioned before. That's part of the reason why I'm having so much difficulty finding th- uh, threshold, because I never thought in a million years I was ever going to reread that thing. I barely read it the first time. <laughs> I think I skimmed it the first time. So finding out where the hell it is, you know, it wasn't a high priority to, you know, Larfle- larflees. I, I kind of figured at some point, you know, we talk we would talk about because larflees was still going on up until what last year, right?
0: So yeah,
1: yeah. So so we were already doing the show. So I thought I, I knew even before the series ended, it was probably realistic that you and I were going to be doing it at some point. So it was easier to keep track of, of those issues and and bag them together. But you know, threshold was already put away, and it's like who? I never thought I'd ever revisit that. So finding it has been a true a true challenge.
0: Mm-hmm. So and there are times when I have random issues. Uh, here and there and my my comic organization is constantly evolving like for instance there were time there was a time when i was snapping up uh major green lantern appearances like um if uh like there's a there's a brave and the bold where batman teams up with the guardians there's a uh i mean there's a bunch there's a bunch of different things uh and i was like well do i put these in with the green lantern long box or do I, are they their own thing? I really don't have any consecutive issues. I just have Green Lantern appearance issues. So what order do I put them in? Does it matter? I didn't read the whole series. So do some of these carry over into one another or some of these not? Like um, uh, Marvel What If. I buy old school What If issues based on concept alone. Like two of my favorites are What If, um, what if uh, Silver Surfer, still possess the infinity gauntlet and what if um spider-man kept the cosmic powers which by the way that that alternate universe spider-man shows up in the spider-verse story and what happened with him i'm not happy about but okay um but yeah those are just random stories i really enjoy but i didn't get the whole freaking what if series because i buy it based on concept so, do I put those in order? Does it even matter to put them in order, just by issue number, because they're not consecutive stories? I mean, so I mean, it's it. They're it, it's it's a it's seriously a case by case basis, and not every book I keep in order necessarily means I'm going to bind it. I only have three binds planned. Uh, well, not three total binds. I just mean three series I plan on binding. However many actual binds that results in being, I don't know. But Action Comics Weekly, Static Shock, and Firestorm. So it just depends on when I get around to that. Because Corwin has taught me a billion times how you're supposed to bind and listed detailed step-by-step instructions online. But I am deathly afraid of screwing it up. So I still haven't pulled the trigger on it because I am very particular in terms of the way things look. Uh, especially if I can control the way it looks uh, myself in terms of like what the hardcover looks like or the slipcover. I am very, very, very particular. And if I'm off by, you know, whatever measurement you're supposed to be or however you're supposed to cut it or however many pages there are supposed to be in a bind or, you know, whatever, if it's screwed up somehow, it's going to irk me to no end that it's screwed up, not because they screwed it up, but because I've screwed up the order form and it's gonna drive me insane. So I my bind my planned binds have been piling up because I'm just scared to pull the trigger and screw it up.
1: It's a challenge.
0: It is, it is. It's a it's it's the life of a comic fan. But we hope that kind of answers your question. <laughs> um but speaking of answering questions, if anybody wants to contact us, what do they do? Keep their fingers
1: crossed. <laughs> Don't write us, we'll write you No. Uh, email us at lanterncast at com. lanterncast at com. visit our newly relocated website lanterncast.com not that you'll that be able of, to tell i know i was just gonna say that kind of went a lot smoother than we probably ever thought it was going to a <laughs> few pictures are missing here or there for i think uh, some of our posts but we can fix that relatively easily
0: but by and large hopefully guys that you don't need to know the back the backstory of it but Hopefully, our relocation to a different server means less crashes of the website and less issues in downloading overall. I know that we haven't had any of those issues in a long time or for a little while. Knock on wood.
1: It's gonna do the same but,
0: thing, but <laughs> uh, but that those issues were attributed to limits by our server provider, uh, and now we have a different one, and supposedly there are, we shouldn't have those issues anymore. So, um. Hopefully, there are no interruptions in service other than the ones that uh, we impose on ourselves. Like, for instance, when I'm sick.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, you can visit uh, our website, lanterncast.com. You can follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. You can use hashtag GLcast to find us on both. We are on iTunes and Stitcher. And if you like us, please leave us a positive review on either or both. And last but not least, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, call us at 708-Lantern, 708-Lantern, and let us know what you think.
0: All right. Next time, I'm assuming some current issue reviews, although we don't have that anything planned out or in the bag. Um, I appeared on an ish, on an episode of uh, Just One of the Guys. Do you happen to remember what episode number it was, Mark? No?
1: Uh, I don't have it in front of me, no. Um, okay. Have I...
0: It's on my surface, it's on the other side of the room, Uh, and I have earphones in. But just one of the guys, uh, Sean Engel, is covering the uh, storyline where Kyle first gains the power of Ion, uh, which is, by the way, what the the storyline is called, the power of Ion. Um, And he had me on to discuss one of the issues, and uh, that was a lot of fun. So those of you who uh, are collectors and want to know in what chronological order the uh lantern cast appearances are supposed to be put in when they're being organized in their uh digital long boxes uh just so after, you, what were you
1: looking for the episode episode number or the issue number episode number i don't see where you posted that episode number on your on our page about Sean. you gave the link but i'm i don't know if it well
0: if, if, you, ad- if you click the link uh it will tell you but uh anyways uh th- this episode will go between the christmas episode and uh episode 209 Oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> and no i did, was not recording on another show while i was sick uh that uh, sean had advanced recorded that before i got sick uh so there's there's that but it was a lot of fun talking to sean uh and talking about one of my favorite comic uh series ever so go listen Which... to that when you get a chance
1: which we will do on this show at some point.
0: We will. We will. We just got to f- figure out the logistics of it.
1: Yeah, I think I don't think it will be that bad to do.
0: All right. I
1: think we'll be able to do
0: it. Well, next time, guys, we're not going to commit to anything. We'll just talk it out, and you'll be surprised. So deal with it. As will we. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll draw a topic
1: out of a hat, and we'll just go <laughs> freestyle.
0: That's right. We'll talk to you guys later. Take it easy,
1: everybody. Bye. Good night.